Chris. And as always, the fantastic Chris. Um, I'm doing great, mate. Uh, looking forward to this guest. Good bit of racing this weekend, but we'll talk about that later. And... Yeah, before we get Been into good. that, let, let, let me thank the sponsors. So a massive thank you to CML Distribution, Schumacher Racing and Willspeed, the companies that keep us in air every week and, as you all know, lovingly throw us a couple of prizes at Christmas. So, Chris, this will go straight in with the guest now you've let it out the bag and he's waiting in the wings. This week, listeners, we've got Connie Svensson. He's the owner of the House of RC um, mobile app. Um, he's been a long-time large-scale off-road racer and he's recently voted to be the chairman of the newly created EFRA large-scale off-road section. How's that, Carney, for an intro? Perfect. I think you covered it all there. Yeah, yeah I don't think I'd wrote it down, wouldn't you? Away <laughs> <laughs> well, you go, Chris. I know, I know you're dying to get into this. Well, yeah, because obviously, Connie, you messaged me um, a few days ago now, about a week ago, um, regarding your new update for the House of RC 2.0. Um, and I've been having a little play with the app for a week now, and I think, you know, it, it's really good. Loads of great features that we can talk about um, and hopefully introduce some of our listeners to the app because I think it's a great, fe- great feature-packed news feed and, and for everything RC. But I just wanted to know, how did you get started and what was the original idea behind it? Yeah, so I'm a developer at trade, but I'm actually not developing that much at work anymore. Um, but so I was kind of itching for finding a, a project to do and, and get it back into programming. And then I'm an RC racer myself. And uh, so at our local club, we had kind of this whiteboard of, of you know, uh, lap times and, and high scores. And then we were like, okay, we want to divide them by nitro and electric. And then we wanted to divide them by club members and outsiders and and there were a lot of different things and i'm like since i'm a programmer i said you know this is something i could do fairly easily um so i need to have a driver and the driver needs to be able to say you know what cars they were using if it was like a a, you know e-buggy or nitro so this is kind of eight scale i was um racing there so this was probably about four years or maybe even five years ago when I had kind of the initial uh, idea. Um, And then I said, okay, so we need to have membership. So you you can say that I'm part of this club or or some other club so we can kind of separate that and then then kind of have just a uh, register lap times and and show them on a a, a TV monitor at the uh, track. That was the original idea. But then I sat down and I kind of like to always think big and, and kind of see everything as a system and see it as a whole instead of doing one kind of focused thing uh, and focused on just one particular thing. Uh, because this is actually what I do at, at work. I, I build big systems for a lot of different customers in a lot of different industries in logistics and retail, uh, banks and finance. So I have fairly good background in, in how to do these things. But I also also like to have something that is my own that I can you know, put up a vision and, and drive it and do it whatever I want with it without anybody else telling me what to do and, and also do it in my own time when, when I feel like it. Uh, so then I started saying, okay, so what are the kind of base entities that we need in a system? So we need to have uh, people, we need to have organizations, and organization is really a, a, just a collection of, of people doing something. So it could be a group, 
uh, it could be a network or a team, but it could also be a brand or a club, as we just mentioned. Um, so anything, anything that is really, it doesn't need to be a legal organization or like a company. It could be a company, but it could also be a media like like uh, yourselves. You're a, also an organization in House of RC that, that is tagged as a media or a media organization because you do a, a podcast. Um, so those are kind of the main main drivers of uh, of House of RC is like people and organizations. And then we have products, of course. That is kind of the main thing why we're doing RC. We have all these different type of, of, you know, cars and boats and planes. And as, as you heard, the, the name is House of RC. So it's everything related to RC, not just RC cars. It's I, I really like everything in RC. I have a boat and I have a drone and, and, and stuff like that. And I, I know a lot of people that do RC cars. They also do a lot of other RC as well. Uh, so we had the products there. And then, of course, the events. So not just, I, I don't call them races, because it could be any type of event. So just a meetup, you know, meet with some friends. Uh, or you could have a practice session, or you could have an exhibition at a, at a show, for example. So any type of gathering of people doing RC stuff, that is an event. And events uh, are usually hold at certain places. So places is then another of these kind of core entities. So instead of saying specifically track, we say there is a place and then there are different type of places like a track. Or it could be a bigger venue. It could be a, um, a, a lake, for example, if you do boating. Or it could be an airplane field if you do airplanes. So all these different things are places. So... Those five things I just mentioned, those are physical things that exist in real life, people, organizations, products, uh, places, and events. And the sixth thing is a resource. And resource is really a very flexible construct in the platform, which is anything digitally. So it could be a file, it could be a link, it could be a podcast, it could be an image, it could be a YouTube video, it could be anything that could be digitally um, uh, represented in some sort. So those uh, six things are kind of the main building blocks. So that's how it all started. I was like, okay, these things then have a lot of relationships with each other. So a user has a bunch of products. Uh, they belong to one club or maybe many clubs. They have relationships with manufacturers. They can be sponsors. They can be friends with other people. Um, so kind of like the you know the social media platforms. Um, then we have the events, of course, that are, or you have entries there and then you have results and you have an organizer for the event and they are hold at a specific place. So all these kind of relationships between these things I, I mapped out in this kind of grand data model, uh, that, that is kind of at, at the bottom. Uh, and so the unique part with House of RC is that it takes this really grand holistic approach to the whole uh, area of RC and tries to be there for pretty much everything. I, 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 because people say, so what is House of RC? Is it, is it like Facebook or is it like a sign-up system or is it this or is it that? I said, it's all of those things and more. Um, so that is kind of the, the basic idea because there's nothing else that is built from the ground up specifically for RC and the needs of RC. And I wanted to do it 
for the community and by the community. So everything on House of RC is provided by users. So if you don't find your favorite manufacturer or organizer or track or something, just create it. Uh, anyone can, can create anything in the system. So it's it's like um, uh, co-creating uh, the platform with the users. And then we have moderate, moderators to make sure that, you know, that it's quality content so, so people doesn't post, uh, you know, uh, stuff that is not of, of quality or which is actually incorrect. And you say, you know, this is factually incorrect or I, I just got an email actually the last um, yesterday saying, you know, this track doesn't exist anymore. So I can kind of say, OK, it, it's closed down and, and things like that. Um, so it, it's a little bit of Facebook. It's a little bit of forums. It's a little bit of sign up platforms. It's a little bit of, of kind of product database. So it's all those things. Um, so then that took me from the original idea that took me, I was just thinking about it for maybe a year or something. And if there's something that good that came out from the pandemic, it was actually House of RC because I got some more time on my hands. Um, so I, I was just working 50%. Uh, so I was kind of getting a good deal from my work. So I, I had 50% that I could spend on anything, <laughs> but still getting paid. Uh, so I I said okay let let's do this uh, and then it took me about another year to uh, implement the first version of House of RC that was released almost on the day two years ago um, so that's kind of how it started. I mean, there's so much data that goes into it, and even just sort of briefly trying to skim over some of the things that um you've mentioned already we could probably pack out two or three episodes of the show um so i thought maybe obviously i've been playing with the app maybe we could just um talk about a few of my favorite bits on it um so you've got a a list of all the clubs and they're all linked to a, a google map so that if you're out and about and you fancy a bit of racing or you're going away for a few days and you fancy a bit of racing, you've got this huge directory of clubs already. Um, how are you, are these just clubs you know or are you actively going out um, asking clubs to sign up and if they want to be on there? And It's, it's a mix there. Um, there are some kind of track directories on the internet. So I uh, contacted some of them and said, you know, uh, is it okay if I kind of, you know, use your data to, to import in, in, in my system here to kind of get a, like a, a base foundation to get started? Uh, so that's, uh, I got about um, almost a thousand tracks that way uh, in different clubs. And then everything else is, is as I said, uh, uploaded and created by the users of the platform. And I don't really go out and ask for it. Um, I did that originally, maybe in, in different forums and, and groups on Facebook. But now it just happens <laughs> by itself. And, and that has kind of also been a, 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 I have to say, a challenge for the platform to be self-sustaining, that people are actually putting content there, adding products, 
So now I have people all around the world and it's, it's, it's so much fun actually to see where people are using House of Arcee from. Uh, there are people, so we're almost at 7,000 people now registered and there are people from more than 100 countries uh, registered from so uh, you know in places like okay do they do RC over here <laughs> and uh, so I know in um, in uh, Singapore for example they 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 do their events and the tracks and everything uh, in House of RC so a lot of countries and even federations they use House of RC as their main platform instead of building this by themselves for. We're using something else. Uh, and I don't know who they are. I have never been in contact with them. So I guess it's also a good uh, sign that the platform is useful and it's fairly intuitive. Uh, and we'll get back to that, of course, with House of RC 2.0, because that was kind of one of the big things to make it even easier to, to use. Uh, because when you create a system that is trying to do everything, it's easily that it becomes like a Swiss army knife and it's not good at anything really and it's hard to kind of where should i find stuff and all that um so yeah uh it's 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 a um the user has provided the, the clubs and the, uh, the tracks and and i'm i'm happy that a lot of of users find that very useful kind of the track directory the club directory so i have a specific page on House of RC or section that is called RC in your area. So when you have signed up and said, you know, I live here and, uh, and, and it knows where you live, uh, it can also take the GPS location from your phone or your computer and ask it if, if you haven't provided your own address. Then that page is completely customized for the RC around you. So what are the closest tracks? What are the closest organizations? It could be the stores close to you, hobby shops, or it could be local tracks or, or clubs. It could be also uh, people in your area living close by. This is a great way, uh, and we use this in Sweden, when new users uh, come into the hobby. So they, we point them to that page. Uh, the Swedish Federation actually has a link on their page to House of RC saying, you know, if you're a new uh, uh, RC uh, beginner or just want to get into RC, you know, find out a track close by and, and go and visit them, you know, see who's living nearby and ask them what, what cars do you have or you don't need to ask them. You can actually see that on House of RC, what they're using. Uh, so so I really like this this kind of uh, uh, you know, geographical location of things that RC is something you do in the physical world. It's not computer games. Uh, it's something we can meet up and have fun together with. How did you come up with the idea for it? Um, because, I mean, obviously being on the website, it's, um, it, it's an amazing piece of work, you know, and you can really, for me, you can tailor it to you want. For example, I could type in Michael Olowski, I know Neil Neil Craig, Chris Bowden, and literally every time I go on there, I would see their stuff first. It's so it's so clever how you've done it. Oh, great! I, and and this is while you're at it, th these are some of the new functionalities in 2.0. And as I said, I, I wanted to focus on 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 usability, but but a lot of customizability and personalization. As I said, everybody wants different things from RC, and I heard that all the time. It's like I don't want this on the front page. I'm not interested in the news. I just yeah. want to see 
you know, sign up for races or I just want to see results or somebody else said, you know, I'm just interested in the people that, you know, I'm following and things like that. So, okay, so so I I, I can't come up with a system that everybody loves. So instead, uh, let them customize their own start page, uh, which I call the workbench. So it's kind of, you know, uh, it's the, the same as your own workbench, you know, what are the tools that you want to have and how do you organize it? So you can select exactly what panels you want on the, the first page and, and in what order. Do you know, do you want the news first or do you want the results first or race reports or do you want to actually have that map as you, you were referring to uh, showing all the tracks and clubs close to you? Uh, so really, you know, target it and do it the way you want to do it and set your own background, you know, and make House of Arsa your own. Um, and also what we added was this thing, you can favorite stuff in the system. As I said, you can build your network like these are my, you know, clubs and organizations that maybe sponsor me or, or and, and these are the people I'm following, I'm a fan of or, or uh, you know, competitive or whatever. But now we also added favorites. So anything in the system can be saved as a favorite. So like, yeah, I, I'm a favorite of this race organizer or of, of this uh, product, for example. And then in the main feed that we call the RC wall on the first page, you get all the updates that are based on your network and your favorites. So it's a personal feed. And, you know, if you compare it with Facebook, they want to optimize your uh, engagement in in the platform and so you click on stuff and and you get you know ads and other things and that's another thing we've chosen i don't want to have ads and and i'm not going to have yeah. show ads um and 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 they build their algorithm you know with artificial Which, intelligence yeah, and stuff as, like that same as tiktok isn't it you know you, you spend that half an hour on tiktok for the first time and then for the rest of the week it will show you exactly what you want to look at it's, it's exactly crazy. and you're like I, I want you to be in control of what you want to be on, on, on House of RC. And, and this is not going to replace Facebook. I'm not naive or anything like that. <laughs> and Facebook is great for discussions and this kind of daily chatter, right? But the thing is that, that Facebook doesn't have its structure. It doesn't have this, as I said, all these relationships between things. So on my personal profile, you can go in there and see you know, these are my products, but, but you can see my result, race results. You can see my setup sheets that I, I used. You can see my race reports and, and you can see it in a structured and find it easily. Go back in time and, and find it. Facebook is just like a black hole. Everything that is, you know, more than a month old, you're, you're happy if you can find it, right? Because Facebook are not interested in showing you old stuff. They want to show you new stuff so you get engaged and, and do more things. Uh, so that is... That is a very different way of of um, thinking about how to build a, a kind of a social platform. So you mentioned about um, in Sweden, you like to see sort of, and I think this would be something that I'd really like as well, and I'm sure most of the people I know would, and I know Russ would, um, seeing results from, say, local races around you, even if they're just sort of Sunday club races or regional races or, or anything like that is there any way for or any plans for ways for these events to upload their results to yeah. house of rc so 
Yeah, uh, and it's, 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 it almost sounds scripted that you were going to ask me that question because that is uh, specifically what I'm uh, going to work on after I released 2.0 here. I have some kind of cleanup. But in the next thing, I'm building a, and this is kind of a, a big uh, effort in itself, building a kind of integration platform uh, for all reporting and events. We have all these kind of timekeeping systems all around. We have MyRCM, we have LiveRC, we have Everlabs. I know uh, you guys, you have a lot of your, your own systems, and there are a lot of different systems. And, and if you want to really find, I, I want to find a way to, uh, you know, bring all those results and events into one place. But I wanted to build it separately from House of RC, so it becomes a... Uh, an integration point for anyone that wants to build any type of solution. So uh, you can build a, an interface for this to show at your, you know, uh, in your country or your specific needs. But House of RC will, of course, be kind of a, a main use of that um, integration hub as well. But th then I need to look at, okay, so what are the big systems, of course, uh, you know, as I said, you know, my RCM, live RC, g get the big ones in there first. And then uh, on, on request basis, and of course, how much effort does it take? And then I, I look at, okay, can I get other developers out there in the ecosystem to help me out to build specifically for a system that, you know, it might be small, but it's a local club that uses it. And, and for them, it would be great to get in there. But you know, from a, a you know, I'm a, I'm a single developer. I can't do everything, so I need to kind of focus on where I get the most bang for the buck, so to say. Uh, and but but doing that. So so what, how it works today is that you yes, you can upload the results. So you create an event, you uh, you know specify the classes, and then you manually add the results there. So you add a. a, a a person and you say okay he finished you know first you know second and third and, and all that uh, but a lot of of events uh now starting to use house of rcs that are sign up plat platform so then they export a csv file to their timekeeping system and then they can bring out in the results back to house of rc because then you already have all the users and the racers registered at the event so you just need to manually put their ranking or the position how the, how they ended in the racing but what the next step as i was just saying is that now you will be able to do that automatically so you you, you don't have to do that last kind of uh, manual step as well um so that will be a, a long journey as well so i'm kind of going to add more and more smart things and, and integrations but as as you can imagine that that requires a lot of of work as well <laughs> how do you what I'm going to say, how did you get the training to do to to build a website like this? What's what's your day job, Connie? What do you do? For, what do you do for a day job? Yeah, so uh, my I'm I'm a, I have a master in computer science. I, I build <laughs> okay. build computer um, systems for uh, as 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 work, and I've done it since the uh, late '90s. I've been um, I lived in in the United States and built transactional systems there. Uh, and, and a lot of big other systems, and in Sweden, logistics for the Swedish postal services. So really, I'm, I'm used to build a complex system that has a lot of data that needs to be handled safely and transactionally. 
And one of my majors uh, when I had my master was also computer human interaction. So I, I, I like to build user interfaces, so kind of the graphical part of how, how you display it. And then, you know, when the smartphone exploded, uh, then I went right into app development. So I did that for, uh, you know, seven, eight years. But I'm kind of a, a curious person. I always like to work with emerging technology. So when the internet came, I, I did, you know, the first web browsers, I, I was really going into that. And then when that exploded, we internet. And then, as I said, with the smartphone, I was doing a lot of app development. And then uh, I was doing digital transformation, helping big organizations and the leadership and management teams to understand how they can uh, use new technology in their uh, existing business and smarter. And since six years ago, I'm I'm working with artificial intelligence as my w main job, uh, helping some. I, I work at a, at a uh, uh, innovation cluster in Sweden called AI Sweden, which is a governmental-funded um, organization that has an uh, as a as a mission to accelerate the use of AI in Sweden for uh, for the benefit of of the society and everybody living in 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 Sweden. So it's it's really about how can we use AI to you know, do what we need to do in Sweden in a better way, uh, both on the private side and the public side, of course. So AI will be something that I'm already looking to bring into house of RC as well. So uh, from from all this background and all that, I've I've gathered a lot of experience on on how to kind of build these type of systems, both on the user end point, but also on the technical end, uh, and then also on the marketing side, because how how do you kind of market and 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 get this out there uh so there's a, you have to be a jack of all trades kind of to do this if you if you're alone as yeah. as well otherwise you could have a whole team doing this stuff of course that's amazing absolutely yeah. so you, <laughs> i would say yeah so you briefly talked about ai and being the future and that but you got started way back in was it 1985 i think i read from your uh your EFRA profile. Um, and ironically, in our wheelhouse of uh, of tenth scale. Um, so, what were your sort of first cars? Your first sort of RC loves in yeah in I, our hobby. I I my dad uh, met me after soccer practice or or football practice, depending on <laughs> who's listening. Uh, I say football, of course. Uh, and he said, you know, do you want to come along? And uh, I want to, you know show you something uh and i had no clue what it was and he took me to this local rc club that was kind of in a, in a basement really rough uh and um he just knew a guy from work and his son was in there so he, he got this kind of and from the first moment i was like wow this is this is, this is the coolest thing uh, and this was 85. Um, Sam so was 10 years old at that time. So you can probably uh, figure out how old I am now. And so I, we went directly or I actually I saved up some money uh, and then went to the local hobby shop and bought myself a Tamiya Grasshopper. And I still have that car today. And, and that's kind of, um, yeah, it's a... It's, uh, it's, it's, I really love that area uh, or uh, era when the cars looked kind of just, you know, weird. Uh, 
and and fun and uh, my my dad is a car designer or, or so so he, he worked at Volvo when I grew up so he he's a lot has a lot of knowledge in cars and car uh, chassis and and how cars work and, and set up so he also had like a personal interest of me uh, doing RC because he had of course and he's kind of an innovator uh, so he he does a lot of of, of, <laughs> of stuff still uh, even if he's like almost uh, closer to 80 now uh we so we bought uh, we we built a lot of custom cars uh he had idea like we can improve this we can do that uh but i mean the grasshopper was the first one uh i don't know i don't, can't remember if i just had it for a year or something i mean it wasn't of course competitive the other they had their frogs and 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 what other i think that was the main one right so uh, i uh, the next car after that was the kyosho turbo scorpio uh, um, and that was, of course, a lot better, uh, but it had a really uh, bad gearbox. I remember that the gears, they were just uh, going all the time. Um, but we did a lot of, of um, development on, on that and, and created a whole, because I had kind of a tubular chassis. Uh, we did like an open uh, thing and, and, and changed it around. Um and, and that just, you know, kept me on for another maybe year or two. But my kind of car that even if Grasshopper is really dear to my heart, the, the one that is still uh, is my favorite car, because that was the one that I really raced with uh, during that time, was the Schumacher Cat, the XLS. Uh, so the the same uh, version that Masami uh, used to win in, in 87. And I think I got mine at uh, 89 or something, um, so, or 88 maybe. So so that was the car. And, and and that was so way ahead of its time with kind of the rubber band uh, thing in the, 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 the crash the, protection the, there the in front the front. Yeah. yeah, and the telescopic, uh, you know, drive shafts. And, you know, I, it was it was really so much uh, so i had that platform for a while did a lot of of development and we did some improvements on that but then we built a completely car from the ground up that my dad designed which is still to the day revolutionary <laughs> and and there is no other car that is and i i wish uh, and that is kind of a project that i i, I tried to go i have all the parts and so I'm going to try to reassemble it because it has a um, it has a stiff axle in the back, but it's it's um, designed a way that where you have the when it gets into a corner it leans inwards like a bicycle instead of always rolling the other way that all cars do. Uh, it, it does the other way. And and there is all, only one way to build that car. And it's so hard to kind of explain it if, if you if you don't show it. Uh but but it's 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 a, a pretty amazing car and it and it worked. Uh it, it definitely did. There were some other problems with it, uh but um the whole uh, uh theory behind it was uh was perfect. And, and it's been tried in, in uh full scale car, but they are there are, uh, it doesn't work actually that well when you have it in full scale uh, um, because 
yeah, as, as I said, it, it's hard to explain if you have you don't have the construction in front of you. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, I went into came into high school and, you know, I got other interests and, and focused on school and, and football I played. So I I think I stopped racing in 93, maybe something like that. Uh, so that was my first era of RC. So, I mean, obviously, m- moving forwards, um, you now race large-scale off-road. Now, what's it really like, large-scale off-road? Because, you know, in, in the UK, we always joke it's where, you know, old eight-scale racers go to retire when their reactions go. <laughs> well, yep. What's it actually like? I mean, I've, I've never driven one, so. Yeah, I you know, I, I still drive eight-scale, uh, but there is... I never had so much fun driving an RC car than than to drive a large scale. And I think it's hard to explain if you haven't done it because it it what it hap- there is something that happens when the car gets so big the the forces the physical forces become so much more real. To be honest our 10th scale and 8th scale cars they they don't really behave like real cars do because they they react so quickly to input and we have so much grip on our tracks nowadays that it's almost more like a computer game. And uh, the large-scale cars, they are, uh, you really need to plan and, and do racing in another way, more like full-scale. Like, there is a, uh, you know, uh, inertia in, in the movement and all that that you have to plan for and bring, uh, because they are, um, so I, I run four-wheel drive, and they're about, 14 kilos and what what are the eight scale cars what are they three three and four? a half maybe, maybe yeah three and a half four. so you can see there's a big jump from three and a half to 14 kilos yes uh there are a lot of things that happens there uh we can't control the cars in the air as you we can do in in eight scale or, or even in, in you know whip it and all do all those things we can, of course, do a little bit with, you know, with the brake and the, in, and the throttle, but not at all that much because it, it's just a completely different thing. So we need to really plan the jumps and also make sure that we get as much speed uh, with us as possible in the corners, of course, because we can't accelerate as quickly as as the smaller cars. And and people and, – and I, I yes – you don't need to have the same reaction time. So, yes, it is more fair for, for older people to do large scale, <laughs> which I'm getting into that area, of course. Uh, but the, the good thing with this is, so I, I guess a lot of you may, maybe know Ian Audi. So, I mean, he's he's the European champion and, and he's, you know, getting up in the age as well. So you can't be in that age to be a European champion in eight scale or 10 scale. Uh, so, so this is a perfect way to transfer into st- still being competitive racing and you can be competitive against younger people. Uh, and so, so that is really, I think, uh, and, and you need to see it in live people watch it online and they say, you know, it looks so slow. It looks kind of boring if you're close, you know, to it and, and you really see the, the size of them and you feel them and you can see the, the, the tires are, you know, your whole hand, 
uh, it's everything is 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 big and heavy and and uh, you know there is a real engine in there so it's it's not a nit- nitro engine it's a gasoline engine like you have in your your garden tools uh they deliver about 4 horsepowers uh, about 30 cc uh so it's it's a completely different car and, and since they are also so big there are a lot of different um uh chassis and designs so I mean, in eight scale and ten scale, they all look the same, pretty much yeah. now. They're like a copy of each other, uh, and, and they found the perfect kind of, uh, I guess, an, an innovation kind of stops. And I kind of like, as I said, since my dad was a, like a, a designer of cars, so I have that with me. I've, I'm, I'm still designing a lot of, of uh, parts on my large scale cars myself. Uh, so that's another thing to really. You don't do that in eight scale and in ten scale anymore. There's no reason to, you know, do your own stuff. Maybe you you 3D print a, a battery uh, or or like a receiver holder or, or like a battery box or something like that, right? But not kind of the main components. Uh, most cars in large scale are all aluminum, so you know you have like a a, a lathing machine and you have uh, stuff like that, uh, and then you can really create your own variations and do. And there's a lot of different, as I said, chassis and layouts and solutions. And, and that is also fun if you like kind of the mechanical part of it. So that was kind of a, a uh, I guess, my my defense of, of why large scale is, is uh, so much fun. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you like it that much. Like, as I said at the start of the show, you've um, they've created a... Um like a like a section for it you know a large scale off-road section under efra and you and you've been voted in as the chairman yeah so, you, so obviously well respected in the sport to be able to um, to go for that accolade well yeah i mean i've been uh i've been doing this for uh six years now i mean there is of, of course a story to everything i mean as i said i i stopped doing rc in 93 so why did i start again i've always had kind of a a trying to keep RC in back of my mind and maybe, you know, pick up a RC car action and see, you know, what is happening. I, I lived uh, about eight years in, in, in the States, as, uh, as I mentioned. It was when I moved back there, 2006, I saw on YouTube um, a video of these large-scale cars at an event and, and a race, and I was like, wow, this is really this looks cool and the the the, the uh, fun thing was that it was in my local town that they had this race and i was like wow this is you know this is walking distance for me actually <laughs> so i i went there the next year and started feeling and, and i just you know uh the same way as uh, in 85 i just said you know i need to buy one of these cars the same thing happened again i was like okay this is my way to return into uh, uh, RC again, but it's going to be with these big cars. Uh, so that was 2016. So that's, you know, uh, I'm into my, uh, what is it, se- seventh season or something with the large scale. So there's a lot of guys, of course, that have, you know, um, uh, uh, done large scale longer than me. But large scale isn't that old as the other classes. Uh, um, really, on the competitive side, I think 2005 maybe is, is when you know. Uh, also, then it happened a lot with with in, in 2010 and stuff like that. So it's it's you know um, it's fairly young class still, I would say, and there's a lot of of 
newcomers coming into it now, uh, which which it's it's growing in in Sweden. And then the, the, what what happened first was that we had the on road. Um, so so the EFRA class that was first for large scale was on road, and then off road was added onto that and was kind of a um, you know extra rule chapter in the EFRA rule book. And now they decided that saying, okay, we, we need to treat these two things as two separate classes on road and off road, just like we do in eight scale and 10 scale and, and all these. Uh, but they have a lot of in, in common, like the same type of engines. Actually, pretty much engines is pretty much the only thing they have in common, to be honest. Uh, there are so many things. And on on road, there are so many discussions and, and, and debates about uh, everything <laughs> off-road is very much more relaxed i would say uh it's much more uh, having fun uh and that is also something that might be more for the older generation that just wants to have fun race but still have like a competitive you know nerve to them um so i'm just starting up this new section at ifra kind of uh, and, and I'm still actually just, a, or still, I'm still a, a vice chairman because this the off-road section is a subsection to the large-scale section because there needs to be a, a vote at the AGM to turn that into its own completely separate section because yeah. that needs to be voted on the overall rule book. Um, so, so that might happen this year, or that that will probably be a proposal this year to vote on. Fantastic. Yeah. So, obviously, you say, you know, it's only been around for a few years. It's a growing class, but you yourself in Sweden have managed to uh, to dominate it for a fair few of those years now, haven't you? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been going good. I, I can um, can't hide that. Uh, so, so I we. Uh, it is a. It just became an official class in the Swedish Federation, uh, the large scale. Before that, we were more of a, uh, a, a, a kind of a supporting class. I would I would say uh, with 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 its own rules. Uh, so it's kind of a, an unofficial Swedish series of of five uh, events we have each year, um, and it's kind of a point system, all that. And I won that the last four years. So yes, uh, it's it's been going good. Uh, and I think my my uh, key to success is that I keep calm. Uh, I don't get stressed out too much. Um, maybe that is of age. I don't know. But also, uh, I I drive fairly smoothly and. Uh, I'm not always the fastest, but I'm always the most consistent. Uh, I, I make uh, the, the least mi- mistakes. And it's also because I think a lot of people, they really want to use the throttle on the large scale cars because they are kind of fun to really, you know, go all all in. And, and you can you can really uh, treat them differently from other cars as well. Uh, but of course, then, then you know, it's it's not the fastest way to get around the track. Um, so, the release of 2.0 has just happened. Where are we? Where are we going in the future with House of RC? 
Well, uh, as I kind of mentioned, we're doing we're, we're trying to integrate more with the uh, uh, with the result systems and and sign up systems and all that uh, which are there. But but there is a lot of there is a big backlog of of big ideas that we want to do. I, I see this, and, and I, as I said, I released 1.0 two years ago. I, I see. I, I think it after five years, I I have what I feel like. I will be happy with. <laughs> so even if 2.0 is is a huge release and and this is I'm considering kind of this is what I I'm feeling proud of. Uh, 1.0 was a big uh, you know achievement of course as well, but I was I was really aware that there were a lot of problems with it still, but for 1.0 it was great. With the 2.0 now as I said focusing on on usability on, on uh, customization, um, you can build your own kind of workbench. And we haven't even gotten into that you can, not, it's not just your workbench, you can you can completely design your own profile page there. So matches your, you know, uh, your branding, um, have, have your logo or whatever you want to do. And, and just to make a couple of examples, you can go in and see Dakota Fend or you can go and see David Ronenfalk and, and a couple of these pros uh, that actually have custom pages there. I have to say, though, uh, those kind of uh, custom features to build your profiles are paid uh, features. So even if I do this, you know, uh, I, I still there, there are costs uh, with this platform, even if I do this myself and I don't hire anyone. But cost for for running the servers, uh, and it, it's of course also nice to get something back. Uh, I'm not going to make a living of it, but so so there is a subscription program called the Insider Program. With the Insider Program, you get a lot of more exclusive features. Um, you can, for example, integrate your Facebook page or your YouTube channels in your profile page, which makes that you can bring all your digital. RC world into one place. So you can just say, you know, go and see my page on House of RC. And if you're an insider, you can also get like a short, nice URL to that page that you can use in in different um, forums and, and, and channels. And, and on that page, they will then see all the events and results, your Facebook post, your YouTube channel, uh, your your uh, podcast list, um, lists and all that episode listing. If you're like a, like you yourself, a, a podcasting uh, organization. So you, you get all those things uh, as an insider. And then that is on the individual side. And then on the organizational side, you get even more kind of features uh, like you can have, there's integrated payments with PayPal and, and credit and debit card. So for a sign-up process, it can be very smooth and, and uh, uh, integrated experience for, for the drivers and the organizers to, to handle payments and all that. Uh, they can also have sponsors on the racers. Uh, they also have, of course, this ability to build not just custom profile pages, but they can build completely complete websites. So a lot of clubs and organizations now around the world are using House of RC to build their websites instead of, you know, hiring somebody to build their website or, or host it somewhere on the server, because you still need to, you know, have have uh, pay for server costs. Uh, they pay, it costs $10 a month. Um, uh, 
to to host that in on House of RC, and then they get all other benefits with it, and and then they register a domain, and then they just point it to House of RC instead. David Ronefalk, as I mentioned, he's doing it both for his personal page and his racing arena. So he's using House of RC in all features, uh, both as a professional and also on his kind of uh, his own company and, and their arena there. So um, that is really a lot of those things that I worked on for 2.0. I had kind of a supporter program in 1.0 that was more like as it said, you know, support me. <laughs> or, or if you like House of RC and you want it to keep on existing, support it. But now it's an insider program. It delivers a lot of more really cool features that I think it's worth it. Uh, for an individual, it's $5 a month. Uh, but then you also get some insider uh, exclusive content in the future. I, I'm looking for some other uh, interesting business ideas, actually, where people on the platform can also make money on the platform. Um, but that is also when we talk about the future uh, things where we can go. There's a lot of ideas of of doing like fantasy league stuff or uh, I know you have your Hall of Fame, but even having like a Hall of Fame here, like can we make this like the the global RC dictionary? Um, there is, you can go and, and search for Masami Hirosaka, for example, uh, on on House of RC and, and and see all his his background uh, results uh, picture of his cars so it becomes kind of a, a museum uh, so to speak of of past big uh, and, and we, so we can well there, there, it doesn't end there there are so much things that can be done uh, there's a lot of things that have been done and I actually before I, I forget about it I want to mention this because I, I really this is only for a certain kind of people that like to have usually Excel spreadsheets on their side and they kind of keep track of, of where they run and how much they run and all that. There is an RC journal uh, feature in House of RC. So you can track everything that you do within your hobby. So if you go to a track, if you go to a lake to run your boat, you can check in there and say, what was the start time? What was I doing? And when was the end time? Uh, I can, you know, when I go to the hobby shop to to buy something, I can log that activity and also log how much money I spent there. I can log when I wrench on my car. I can log when I blog about RC, all these type of different activities. And then, of course, you get a reporting on that and see, okay, what, what do I spend my time on in RC? Do I actually race anything or do I just, you know, play around and, and you know, uh, hang on on social media and talk about RC, but I actually don't do RC? You can, of course, also see, you know, how much money you spent on RC. Maybe you don't want to know that, but some people do uh, and all of those things. So I'm, I'm thinking of maybe releasing that as a standalone app because it, it could live its own life just, you know, and, and that also creates a, a, a check-in of all the tracks you've been to. So you can look at a map and see, okay, these are all the places I've been to in the world, you know, uh, and, and I got to those places thanks to RC. And you can create bucket lists. So these are the races or tracks I want to go to. And, and yeah, I, it's, I, 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 can, I easily get carried away when I talk about this because there are so much things that are existing in the platform that I don't see people using. 
and I think it's because it's it's hard to get to all the information. I need to create more kind of tutorials and and talk about it, and that's why I'm so happy to be here and, and talk about it. So more people learn about these features. Uh, but I also see that there is so much more potential in the future of this. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there's a hell of a lot. Like Russ was about to say, I think there's a hell of a lot, and whether it's just a case of it keeps you up to date with your information that you want to know about RC or whether you want the in-depth where it becomes a, a performance-based feature. Like you've said, it, it's it's up to the individual user there, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it, it really is. Um, and also, if you want to keep up with kind of the development of House of RC, uh, there is, of course, a Facebook group for that called House of RC uh, members. So I'm, I'm happy to take, as I said, I want to build this for the community. So if you have a need, if there's something you want, you know, it would be cool to have this, you know, post it there or, or contact me directly on, on Facebook. I'm, I'm, sometimes I get really, I have like a plan. These are the things I want to do. But I'm also really like if somebody you know, mentioned something as like, yeah, that is a really cool thing. Let, let, and that doesn't take me too much time. I, I can do it. And I, I implement it sometimes the same day or it takes a couple of days or something. So sometimes it's really quick turnaround and sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Yeah, no, that'd be quite cool. I mean, even just something like where, um, I know, say, for example, you've got a favorite driver, yep. um, a pro driver. If they've got their own page, like you mentioned, uh, Dakota Fend and Ronafolk you can follow those and add them to your workbench and your dashboard. So you can, any news that contains, you know, something to do with that driver, yeah. you know, Fend wins the US national carpet four wheel drive. It automatically appears on your dashboard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, also the statistics uh, shows that about 60, 70%, depending if you're logged in or not, uh, uses House of RC from their mobile phone. Uh, so we we put a lot of effort to make the mobile experience uh, better. It's it's you can't deny that it's always going to look and and work nicer on a on a full desktop screen. But now I think the the mobile experience is really good, and we put a lot of effort in it. And it also uh, uses like push notifications. So as an organizer for an event or when somebody comments on your stuff or, or if you uh, put like in uh, your favorite club uh, in your network, you're going to get a, a push notification when they add a new event. So you're always on top of, of things like, okay, there's a new race now coming up or, or even the race organizer can communicate with the racers do, during an event saying, you know, we have changes in the schedule or something and you get a push notification. So we're all also trying to look at how can we build tools for the organizers themselves to do tech inspection and to communicate with the drivers and, and all that. Uh, yeah, it easily becomes a whole ecosystem of a lot of different functions and apps, as, as you can imagine. Yeah, so it's coming up to the... Uh end of the show now so would like to say thank you for your time and coming on but as you, you well know we do our hall of fame at the end of the show so this is your opportunity to put something that either means a lot to you anything to do with rc you can put in it 
is there something that you'd uh, you'd like to add to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, but I, I guess it might be added already. I mean, it's it's you want to come up with something really smart and and creative and unique, right? Uh, but I think I mentioned a couple of them during the kind of the talk here that I, I could think of, and 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 of course it could be the your first car, which is the grasshopper in this case. Uh, it could be the Schumacher Cat, which is kind of my uh, all-time race car, which I still love. But also, I mentioned Masami Hirosaka. He he been he was kind of the the main guy during when I was kind of in that age. Uh, and he uh, for me he's still a, a standout in, in the uh, RC uh, uh, history. And he of course drove drove the cat as well. So I kind of uh, get both those things if I, I say Masami. He, he he's my pick here. But but I I guess he might be already in the Hall of Fame. Am no. I correct? <laughs> no, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet at all. Oh, okay. Then uh, so, I can happily add him. But he is now. Absolutely. Brilliant. Connie, thank you very much for your time tonight. It's been epic. It's been it's been great to get you on and, you know, um just listen to you talk about, you know, you can, I can we can see that you're full of passion for um, you know for, for the House of RC and of course um, for large scale. So but before we let you go, would you like to say thank you to anyone? Friends, family, sponsors, long suffering wife, anyone at all? Yeah, I, I, I think I first need to to thank my wife to be so uh you know, the, the last couple of months I've been doing a lot of coding on, on you know, late nights and all that. So so she's been very uh, supportive, uh, of course. But then I also want to thank my sponsors for the on my large scale program, which is uh, NRP, uh, which is the chassis, the, the car that I'm, I'm driving and uh, RN tuning for the engine that I'm using there. Um, and, and they're both based in the Netherlands. Uh, and then just thanks to all the members of House of RC that have signed up, that uses it, that communicates and send great feedback. Uh, House of RC wouldn't be anything without its users. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks very much. Um, okay, there we go. So you'll have to hang up at your end. Thanks for coming on and um, and good, good luck going forwards. Okay, I'll speak soon. Great. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Cheers. No worries. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And he's gone. How about that? What a nice man. Yeah, really uh, really nice guy. And, you know, really great to hear that he's still going to be pushing some of the House of RC stuff forward. You know what? It's a really, it's a really, really good app, you know, and I keep liking it to Facebook. And it's not like Facebook, but it is in a way that, you know, you just pick you pick what you like and your stuff and it just appears on the feed. I think it's class. So, yeah, it yeah, is. It's, it's, dead, really, it's, it's dead good. And, yeah. You know, if there's future updates coming that make it better, that'll be even even yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he sounds like a really clever guy. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. You <laughs> so, know, every yeah. now and again we have a guest on, and don't get me wrong, this isn't hard. But, you know, you're talking to somebody, and you just think, God, I'm thick. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well, we always think that of you, Chris. But yeah, in this particular oh, cheers, case, mate. I do agree. Um, cheers, mate. Anyway, it was workshop for you at the weekend. Workshop was amazing because it was workshop, but it was a bit of a. A bit of a mixed bag, if I'm honest. Um, I had a really good start in the first two rounds. Um, and I think I just, and after the second round, I think overall in four-wheel drive, I was 22nd. 
and I, I think I got a bit of a B final optimism and I got a little bit too excited and then I ended up cocking it up. So, where did you end up in two wheel drive then? Uh, two wheel drive, I didn't make the B, I didn't even make the C, didn't even make the D in two wheel drive. I was in E, E4, wow. and I finished, yeah, I just had a rough day with it. I'd, I'd been really struggling with the two wheel drive, to be honest. Um, and the only thing I can kind of liken it to is, you know, when you run two classes, you you might find this out next week because you've never really ran two and four on the same day. No, I've only, um, I've only ever run like two and truck, and they're, that, and they're to- two polar opposites, so it's never really crosses your mind because you know what a truck's like <laughs> and yeah. compared to a buggy, so they're so different, yeah. Yeah, so like you run, I mean, to, um, normally I would struggle running the four-wheel drive after two-wheel. But I think because of the unique surface that is Worksop, I think I struggle swapping between the two, and two-wheel drive always suffers because of that, rather than four-wheel drive suffering. Uh, But no, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I had a great, great day. It was good seeing uh, a few of the lads. Obviously, the halls weren't there, but, um, you know, Craggy was there in ever awesome form where Johnny Skidmore was you know on it like all day I think he TQ'd every round of both classes Um, he won two wheel drive Craggy managed to Johnny's something happened to Johnny's car um, and there was only ever Craggy or Johnny going to win it so Neil just drove off so it was good. That no, was a good day. Yeah, I saw. I think um, Neil won the final by about eight seconds, didn't he? Seven or eight seconds. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was gone. Yeah, he was gone, mate. There was, you know, there was no point even. Oh, you know, the rest of them could have pretty. With all respect to the rest of them, because they're all great. You know, all great drivers. But I think once Johnny was out of it, Neil was just. Yeah, up and running. Was, yeah, it was just Neil. You know what I mean? No, um. So yeah, it was it was good. Caught up with a few people, you know, that I hadn't seen since. Some people that hadn't done the last round. It was really really good. Um, you know, young Ben Simpson managed to get a second in round in one of the heats. Wow! So he was really flying. Um, you know, we did a bit of work. Charlie struggled for the first bit, but then we we realised what it was on the car, and they changed a few things and. Yeah, everything went, everything went back to how it should be. Then he was flying. Cool. Just out of interest were, for, for workshop. Um, how did, is this because you're trying to? Is this because you're trying to get the the inside info well, for no, your? I'm just, I'm just curious yeah. as the tyres. Obviously, you, you you put a set of rear tyres on. They're they're yeah. controlled. A, a yeah. front's open, so you could use a used set or or. Um, the 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 tread pattern is. Um, closed so you have to run honeycombs yeah. this is two and four but they don't have to be a new set at the beginning of the day um i found that the second meeting on the four-wheel drive fronts t- seems to be a bit better and but i i prefer a brand new tire on the two-wheel drive yeah i find the two-wheel drive the balance is a little bit more touchy but look, that that's just me, you know. Yeah. I'm by no means am I a, 
a smith or a hall brother or what do the halls do um when i find out i'll let you know (laughs) class but i know i know ben smith on four-wheel drive um he says that the second meeting is better on the front on the two run fronts yeah perfect so you were at Neen the weekend, not Neem. Yeah, we were at Neen, N-E-N-E, that um, wonderful fifth-scale track. Um, bit of a st- funny story there. Um, I was driving to Neen, and I've never been to I've never been to Neen before, and I was recognising everything. And I'm like, I'm turning down roads. I'm like, I recognise this, and then we drove past some flood defences. I'm like, I recognise that. Where? And I, anyway, we get to like within 200 metres of the track, and there's a sign for Santa Pod. And I'm like, ah, that's why you recognise ah, it. That's why I'm recognising everything for, because I've been, I've done a bit of work at Santa Pod um, with my old job. Um, and I'm like, yeah, so that no, is all right. Track was really good, um, bit bumpy, um, which you'd expect for a large scale track, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice layout. I mean, the, it was a, it's huge, Chris. The place is like forty meters by seventy meters. Nice. It's like absolutely massive. Um, it was wet all day. A um, few people tried some some yellows, like third or fourth round, but they weren't really working. Um, and yeah, Bruce, Bruce, I say he struggled all day. He was tired, man, from the week. Um, he didn't do very well. He um, he was getting round okay f- for some laps, and then other laps he'd just be crashing. So he just wanted to forget, you know. He's, he, I don't want to sit here and you know say he was brilliant, and yeah, he, he, he just struggled, mate. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, the listeners have to have to take the rough with the smooth and the good with the bad, and yeah. So no, he absolutely smashed the hell out of the car. From from being honest, well, the um, thing is, you can win. I mean, especially at Bruce's age, and this is something obviously with Dylan being a new starter. Now, obviously, we're at Cardiff, and it's. I mean, Dylan's done a few club nights at Potteries, but I would say this is. I would a club night. I don't know if I call it. It's a first race meeting. Yeah. It just it's a clubby, you yeah. know what I mean? You turn up, you do a few runs, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um but this is his first meeting and I think he's a bit nervous and he's like, But what happens if I'm not very good? What happens if I'm last? I'm like, Dylan, I don't care. Yeah, just enjoy driving the car. You know, yeah. as long as when he turns up, he tries his best. If his best all of a sudden he TQ's a meeting, don't get me wrong, I'll be ecstatic and proud and amazed. But you know what? If his best is being lapped twice by everybody on the track, as long as he's done his best, I'm still proud and happy. Yeah. Um, but I think, and this is what I was trying trying to get to, I think they learn more from the bad days. Yeah. You know, if Bruce, if Bruce went to Neen and TQ and Wood, he ain't going to learn nothing. He's just going to learn, oh, I'm quite quick. Yeah. But if he goes to Neen and as a bad day and he goes you know what i need to maybe work on my concentration or do this some of the things jamie was talking about a couple of weeks ago check yeah. out that episode if you haven't yet listeners it was really good yeah so yeah so no it was, I mean, it was okay you know um the, i'll tell you what was good about um neen the sandwich van um, well i bet you tq'd that I tell race, you what mate, you? we had i had a best for my breakfast and then oh. I wasn't going to have any, I'd, I'd bought, I took sandwiches, which I, to be fair, I'd kind of nah them off by midday. Um, and then we had a, had a break in between the final, uh, the, the qualifying and the finals, and I wasn't going to have nothing. And then Tim Lucas, who was pitting with us, tips up over with a, with a, like a bowl of chilli and rice. And I'm like, man, that smells so nice. So yeah, so it was straight <laughs> back over to the, to the van. 
and we had um well i had chili and bruce had a burger yeah the food van there was mega <laughs> absolutely <laughs> mega so that made up for um for the poor results but he qualified yeah. um i can't remember what position he qualified i think there was a, there was 12 cars in the bottom final and he was two oh, so he must have been 10th so he went off 10th in the bottom final and he, and he finished seventh but a couple of cars had broke down and stuff he had a couple i suppose yeah i might be being a bit odd he had a couple of good laps in the final um but yeah it was um <laughs> it was shocking to be honest chris was it uh, a bit of a it was just rough man it was it was just rough yeah but anyway on to the next one hopefully it'll be better at cardiff on sunday well yeah because apparently um they are, we, I mean, are we're not we're not going, we are absolutely bringing our best warriors to cardiff this we're Sunday, not and, and that's what I mean. we're <laughs> not going to take it as you know you we've done this but it's a big it's got some there's some names going through this weekend isn't there? yeah yeah and there's me yeah. i mean with the people we're bringing there's me you adam breeze um, Martin emperor. Owen, the emperor. Yeah. Um, we're not re- we're not really claiming the Bish train as one of ours, but he's he's booked in. Well, he's Telford, um, so he could be one of ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, you're, obviously Dylan's coming as well. So, yeah, yeah so should be a good one. It's fully booked. Um, I was talking to the Swiths earlier this evening, um, and they they're trying to get in and dance first reserve for four wheel drive because two wheel drive is an absolute no go. Just chock a block with entrance and reserves. Yeah. So, um, who else is going to be there also on the list? Uh, Yo Yo, how do you say it? Llewellyn, Llewellyn Payne, Ewan, Ewan, Ewan Payne. He, he's booked in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's quite a few uh, names. Some, that some decent, decent, uh, decent track races there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure be, be good. Yeah, so it should be good, mate. Should be good. Um, have you got anything else you want to say before we knock on the head? Because we've rambled on for twelve minutes talking about absolutely nothing really. Yeah, well, the one thing I would like to say is a big thank you to CML Distribution, oh, a big you thank you to Schumacher Racing, and a big thank you to Will Speed Racing. Perfect. Another year, some more great prices. Keep liking, sharing, guys. It'll be another great Christmas show. Um, and if there's anybody else interested in joining the sponsorship, get in touch with us. Yeah, class. And also thank you to the listeners. Guys, thanks very much for getting involved with our Car Crash of a Podcast, which we lovingly produce for you every week, bringing you the best content going into 2023. We've got some crackers coming up over the next couple of weeks, actually. Um, so stay tuned. Um, we are we are booked for next week, and we're booked for the following week as well. So, Chris, that's, um, that's, pretty, that's a pretty impressive feat, mate. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing too bad. So uh... and, and obviously we'll still, be, we'll still be talking next week because you're racing four-wheel drive and I'm racing two-wheel drive. So yeah. um, as long as the kids so, don't, as long as the kids don't fall out, I think we'll be all right for next for next Tuesday. <laughs> well, I might just put the four wheel drive and the two wheel drive and punt you off to the stem of straight just for old times' sake. Just wait for them to just nip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have more horsepower than you can two extra drives. Yeah. Yeah. Go faster than you. That's not all right. Um, I'll see you Sunday morning. I'm right here. See you Sunday morning, mate.